Spirits of French Lick is proud to introduce the Lee Sinclair Four Grain Bottled and Bond Bourbon. This four-year-age, double-pot distilled, non-chill filtered bourbon has creamy, round, and lifting notes with caramel and vanilla, followed by apple, mint, graham cracker, and ginger, as well as cardamom. The finish is slightly French walnut, resolving the sweet, fruity, almost ground cherry and white pepper. Our spirits are available for tasting and purchase inside the French Lick Winery and Distillery. Spirits of French Lick. Respect the grain. Please enjoy responsibly. This is Alan Bishop, head alchemist at Spirits of French Lick. Be on the lookout for our brand new Bottled and Bond Solomon Scott Rye Whiskey. Made from a mash composed of 65% rye, 35% corn, and 5% victory malt. This five-year-old, 100-proof rye whiskey is a throwback to early 1800s-style rye whiskeys of the Ohio Valley. Named after the legendary Daisy Spring Mill distillery owner, turned moonshiner Solomon Scott of Paoli, Indiana. Remember, drink responsibly and never drink and drive. Welcome to another podcast of the Scotchy Bourbon Boys. I'm Tiny. I'm CT. How's it going, everybody? And we have... Young Nose! Young Nose is in the house. Live from South Carolina, Charleston, correct? Yes. Yes. (laughs) You were about to say Cincinnati, and that is not correct. No, no, no. I knew South Carolina, but I was thinking Anderson. You know how my brain works with Supernash and everything. That's super Nash. Yeah, he's on the other end of the state. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, uh, that was Kenny Fuller of the Luca Mariano Old Americana Band. And uh, he did that theme song for us. And even to, I hear it all. So Alice, you know, she's now going to she's going to be s- seven. OK, her seventh birthday is Sunday and she runs around the house singing. We're the sketchy bourbon. <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny. It's just like, and she knows the she knows the words. You know what I mean? She's yeah. heard it so many times. So uh, that love that That's theme awesome. song. Love to do that. <laughs> but uh, yeah, all right, everybody, let's just do this part. Uh, www.scotchybourbonboys.com for everything Scotchy Bourbon Boys. Check out the website for t-shirts and wonderful Crystal Glen Karens that we got from Martin Duffy, Ooh. who is the North American Crystal Glass. Representative, representative for the Glen Karen Crystal Company, and he, we just were in Galena with yeah, we, with Martin, and he does a fantastic job, right? Martin's awesome. He is. Uh, he's 
He's got great stories, which that's always fun. I think that's part well, of this. Well, that's part of everything, yeah. yeah. So we we love the stories. We uh, we get to hang out with uh, some pretty cool guys, but Martin Martin's very unique, and he brings a uh, something about him that everybody kind of cult kind of cultivates to him. They want to come around him and talk to him. He knows so many people in the industry. So, well, and what's cool about Martin. Uh, is uh young nose i mean you were you did the scott uh, uh scotch i think we did two with him one with about scotch where we hung out mm-hmm. at one time and and then the other time he was on with a friend a distiller friend that we had a hard time getting to get on with us remember that right he could, yes i do his I internet <laughs> just wouldn't hook up but uh we basically, you know, Young Nose knows uh, what he meant to us, how he got us our, our Glen Karens and what he did and mm-hmm. helped us along in the industry to talk about right. certain things. And honestly, uh, we went there to meet up with him. And then we found out that we like Dalmar Scotch, Dalmar. And uh, that's mm-hmm. something that CT picked one up today or yesterday. 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 And we were, we like it. So we're going to try and get the people from Dalmar They're you know, they, they do single cast and blending and get them onto the podcast. And so yeah. he's like a connection for us. So that's kind of a right. cool thing. And then remember we're on all social media, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, TikTok, and Twitter. And then also on all major podcast formats. If you listen to a podcast, we're on it. So mm-hmm. uh, make sure you <laughs> check us out there. Uh, this is uh, our third podcast this week. I did one on Tuesday. Uh, wow. As far as then, we did the... We did, the, um, we did one Thursday. Thursday for our St. Patrick's Day. Now we're doing this one. And then actually... Yesterday. Yesterday we were podcasting. We were going live, not actually doing Scotchy Bourbon Boy podcasts, but we were doing mm-hmm. Cleveland on the Rocks podcasts. So... All right, so we'll wait there. Young Nose, there you go. You're back. <laughs> yes, <laughs> how it works, right? So, oh yeah, it works. That so was, that was a yeah, wonderful. So this podcast, uh, we're going to review this again for everybody. We did this on Facebook Live, but we uh, uh, when when John's uh, Young Nose's son was born, uh, he came back for a little bit for uh it was a baby shower baby shower and yep. informed us we went to the baby shower that they were naming their son Silas and in the back of my mind I didn't I you know because a lot of people were like Silas there's not a lot of if you think about it there's not a lot of Silas's right no. so yeah. when you're thinking right right and so we're well it might be now that you've named your son that sometimes once you name your kid that everybody else is thinking <laughs> the same thing but right, I, right. I knew i i i knew that name so you went back to south carolina and i was going down to kentucky and all of a sudden i was in the we were party in source well that was, that's when i bought it okay but i was in party source and i'm like that's where I knew it. It was Silas Jones. And I'm like, I'm like, you called me up to tell me that there was a whiskey named after my son and to ask if I named my son after said whiskey. Oh, yes. No, no. (laughs) I hadn't heard of this whiskey. Because your wife would have killed you. (laughs) Right. But, but we still don't know deep down if that really, it's still a cool name, but there is a chance that, he knew about Silas Jones before I did. So, 
<laughs> but I, but he's going to hold to the fifth as long as possible. There's no doubt. That's what. I, that's how I would plead to that. I would plead yeah. the fifth, even though that would just make that just makes it more. He's he's just going to be that much more epic because of this, right? You know, just exactly. think of just think of Silas. You know, twenty two years old at the whatever. He's got a big full beard. He's at the bar. You know, he's like, give me some of my whiskey. I'm named after that. <laughs> yeah, that could come back. Oh yeah, you. yeah. So, <laughs> I mean, I, my name's Jeff. There's not a lot of Jeff now. There's Dalmore. And then there's Jeff Dalmore. No, wait, that's Jeff Dalmer. So that's oh yeah, yeah you don't I'm, want that one. Yeah, I don't want that <laughs> one. Right, that's, that's mixed. One. And Chris, do you know any Chris? Maybe some Christmas bourbons, right? That's about it. I have I've never put any thought into any bourbon or whiskey that was attached well, to my name. name. There, is there a Thompson bourbon? I've not. I know there's it. no Mueller bourbon. There's no. Miller beer. So that's that's yeah. right there. You know, but yeah, um, maybe maybe something in the works. Yeah, come out yeah. with my own. Well, maybe we'll just be like um bourbon pursuit where I'm <laughs> right. I'm Kenny, you're Ryan. Yeah. We'll just do we'll blends just... and then it'll be the well, yeah. what would we call it? Uh Mueller Thompson. No, that that sucks. MT. There's there's all kinds of names. It could go with uh let's see. The Scotchy Bourbon Boys. We could just call it that. <laughs> we'll just put Scotch and Bourbon and, and Tequila. And oh god. <laughs> oh god. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what we'll do is we'll, we'll make the bourbon and then we'll rum. we'll mix it in it, we'll mix it in Mexico and then they'll by accident put yeah. our yeah. bourbon together exactly. into some te- ninety gallons of tequila and then we'll just call it, we won't call it fu we'll call it fuck you <laughs> we'll just go right for it yeah I I think it could work that, we just got to find somebody to mess up the blend. That Fucklehead? Yeah, that's what it's called. Uh, Leatherwood has Fucklehead, and its basically logo is this. It's not the middle finger. I gave it to somebody. Oh, okay. It's gone. I gave it to... I gave it to... uh, There it is. I gave it to the kid. I figured that's a drinkable whiskey that he could... um, I'll see if next time he comes over if he actually has any left. But that brings us to what we're doing this morning. Uh, you know, we've got a couple people. Anybody want to kick in with questions or whatever you're watching, feel free. Um, but we have the silent. We did not drink our samples. Funny thing is, is I pulled four ounces from the, from, out of, from a bottle of this size. Uh, from 750 milliliter, I this. pulled four ounces so that I could have two people on a podcast so we could do a podcast. And he got the rest of the bottle. And it's yeah, and it's his son's name, you know, not the last name, but yeah. There's yeah, there's there's a there's a funny little story with the uh, the bottle on that one too, because between yes, was. last June and then this June, we we had to move apartments, and I neglected to let Tiny know that we had moved, so he sent the bottle up to my old apartment building, and basically called me up or texted me and asked me, it's like, Hey, I sent you up a bottle. I sent you up a package. Did you get it? And I'm like, no, I haven't gotten anything. And so I was like, well, we, we, you know, then I realized, well, maybe he had the wrong, the old address. So I had to go to the old apartment, knock on the door and talk to the people that were there and just basically ask them and basically pray that they didn't just like take this bottle and just drink it themselves. 
And at first they said, no, they didn't have it. They had no idea where it was or what it was. And I was just like, great. All right. Well, they either didn't have it. It never showed up yet. Or they're lying to me. Or it went bad so, or something. Yeah. While, while I was driving back to the, to, to my house, to the current apartment, they, the lady texted me because I gave her my phone number to see if, you know, she texted me and said, we do have the package. Our daughter found it the day, the morning of, and then just like hid it in, a, basically put it in a closet because she didn't know what it was or who it was. And so they, they let me know that they actually had it. So I had to go back and luckily they still had it. It was still in the box. It was still packaged up. It was all taped up. It hadn't been opened. So. I got I got lucky on that one, but that was an interesting little story. So I got home that night and I was like, ah! <laughs> "Well, that was." But even so, what even adds to it more is I sent the package off as a surprise, so I right. didn't tell him there was a package coming. But I had it, right. whatever I put it, and I thought he'd get it and go, "What's this?" Open it up, see he's got the Silas Jones, right? Yeah, and I had taken the the samples off and everything, so. The week that I sent it, I think I sent it on a Tuesday, and I didn't hear from him for the week. I thought for sure if he opened it up, it was supposed to get there Thursday or Friday, that he would just call me, right? Yeah. Weekend goes, and all of a sudden, I forget about it. So it's two weeks later, and I'm like, <laughs> on a Friday, if you remember, it was a Friday. I'm like, didn't you get the package I sent you? I thought you would have called me. He's like, nope, <laughs> I did not get the package. So all of a sudden, he's like, you could have seen it. It was, I could just imagine his eyes got big. He thought there's a package of whiskey for him. So all of a sudden, the next thing he does is he calls me. I went to the apartment. I'm driving back and they didn't have it. And he's all dejected. I'm like, it was Silas Jones. He's like, oh my God. And then all of a sudden, while he's on the phone with me, he gets a text and he goes, they got it. So then the next call was from his house. He had gotten back and he opened it and he was thanking us. So it's just, yeah, that so was a did, cool. Did you did you know that that bottle existed, that the Silas Jones, had you heard it before? No, I have not heard of Silas Jones up until this point. Because, like I said, after, after the baby shower, Tiny was asking me if I had named my son after okay. this bottle. And I'm like, no, I had no idea this bottle existed. And he wasn't exactly sure at that point if there was one. He's just like kind of was thinking, that like, isn't there one? And then he must have found it and then sent it up. So I had no clue. I really had no clue. <laughs> <laughs> well, and then and then that was probably what? Late November, right? I mean, yeah, the it was, time it was, is just... It was, it was before Christmas. It was like, by the time I actually got the bottle, I think it was like the first second week in december when i actually got it yeah yeah so, and it was it was gone in january 2023 i think i <laughs> called you you had you had finished work but i think i actually called you on black friday yeah Thanks, that's what i had sent it out and then you you went and got it which the next day i think was uh yeah december so <laughs> it was it was somewhere around there yeah yep <laughs> and then we were going to podcast one time i think but it didn't work out yeah. And then, you know, just time is going by so fast. I just can't believe it. Right, right. You know, <laughs> Silas is going to be a year old. It's almost like we're yeah. drinking that to this. So anyways. So, so you know, what, what, what's funny is you smell this. So we were looking up, Young knows we were looking up before, 
kind of where this came from. And, and the funny thing is, is when you research Silas Jones online, there's not a lot of information about the distillery, uh, what's going on. So then you dig a little bit and you find out that they're actually owned, bought out by Sazerac, like every other brand in the yeah. world. Um, but then you dig a little deeper and you find out that this is actually coming uh, from what it looks like from Barton. Now, when I smell this, I smell Barton. Mm-hmm. Do you smell Barton or 1792? Well, I, I it, it's it's. It, it to me even reminds me of some of the old Bartons that I've that I've drank, but it's been a while ago. But you definitely the, get the, the nose that well, you're... Barton always to me has in 1792 that charcoal. It, it picks up the char. I think they use yeah. the ultimate char possible, that number five char yeah. on their stuff, and it definitely is there now. It's a little bit light, like beer-like in your glass, right? But not bad. I mean, I mean, it's a little, but not bad. You're right. And then this is Chris. This is CT's thing. Do it. I'm just. I'm looking no, at the list. No, spin legs. it. Spin it. He spins. He can do that. And it, it, everywhere he gets some whiskey in a Glencairn, and it's spinning. Now I cannot spin like that. This is my left hand. Uh, I mean, I don't even know. It's you, such you a don't do it. You're gonna spill it all over the place. I'm not spilling. You you. It's going to spill. It's going. I can't spin it. I can't even Wait, do it. Let's try it right-handed. Is it more of a wiggle? I don't even know what to tell you. This He is this so hurts. much better with things, I'm sure, with this his hands. This hurts my than I brain ever. right now to watch you do this. There we go. Look at that. I'm getting a little... I'm. You're doing a spin. I'm doing a swirl. Yours is a slosh. Look at this. A swirl. <laughs> I got it. A this swirl. is a slosh. Here I squashed my, but, it, but it's not a thin legs. Um, no, it, it stays. And it do you know what? Can you, do you have the the stuff up? Is what's the proof? I I think it's I, ninety. Or it's, I don't think, I think it's, it's 80. eighty. Is it? I think it's eighty. Uh, it is eighty proof. It's forty percent alcohol by volume. Um, mm-hmm. it, it doesn't really give the blend. You know what it is percentage wise because you can't find much out about it online. Um, yeah, how did? How did you end up finding this bottle, Tiny? Did you just the, randomly come across it? If or was you go, if you go, no, if you go to, no, this is me. You go to Party <laughs> Source right across the river from Cincinnati when you're going into Kentucky. It's the first exit or the last exit, depending if you're going or coming. Mm-hmm. And right. uh, you go to that. It's in the, so the owner of the Party Source uh, built New Rift Distillery. He's oh, old. Okay. But once he built the distillery, he found out he couldn't own a liquor store. So he sold mm. his liquor store because you can't be a distiller and a distributor, a distributor. whatever, right? It's, you're not allowed to do that. So he had to sell his liquor <laughs> store to the employees. So it's Is an employee-owned a- liquor store. They got wine. They got they got everything. So... Um, I've seen a seventeen ninety two. Right in here, right down here. All my seventeen ninety two is right on that second shelf behind the chicken cock. The whole line, whatever you want. See it behind the chicken cock? Right, no, up above second row. That's all behind okay. there. That's where I keep my seventeen ninety two. Where's your old Barton? I don't have old Barton. Oh, you don't. I will not drink old Barton. <laughs> I tried old Barton first. at Barton's, and I just I, I did not like it. So I, I it does. I had very old Barton. Yeah, yeah, the very old Barton was better, um, but I think it's, but 
I get yeah. that flavor to it. I, I don't know if it's it maybe 1792. It's it's interesting that Silas Jones, the one thing that you could find out about him was that he was a judge in Bardstown, which is obviously where the uh, where Sazerac now owns 1792 Barton is in is in Bardstown. So some cool history. There's not a whole lot out there about it, but it's a it's a relatively easy drinker. Yeah, I mean, it's it, very caramely. At a uh, yeah, it was. It was very tasty from what I from what I remember, and that's kind of the reason why it didn't last long. <laughs> yeah, it's 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 easy to drink. It's not hot. Oh it's, yeah, uh, it's got the caramels and it's the got vanilla. a little of that peanut n- nose too. Smell that? If, if a it's little peanut bit of, or the char, I can't tell if it's. No, I'm picking up the peanut. Mm. No, it's not in there. Okay, I was thinking look at the legs on that bottle. Mm-hmm. Look at the legs on that for an eighty proof. That's crazy, isn't it? Yeah. So you know, you know what this would be good with is a piece of chocolate. Would really yeah, go well with it. That's that's a good idea. It 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 has the right notes that a little bit of chocolate would really go well. It would accent it pretty well. Or if you could whip up some bourbon balls, those would probably be delicious with this. There's some white chocolate ones in the refrigerator. Who wants white one? chocolate? And Here the, we go. The, what what can I do? Chocolate. I, the best I can do chocolate. is a white chocolate bourbon ball right now. It's in the refrigerator outside. Uh, I yep. could do um, white chocolate mints, too. Why? Because they're there. Chocolate. From, they're from Christmas. Dark chocolate. <laughs> yeah, I'm with, I'm with CT on this one. Yeah. Dark chocolate. White chocolate is like is like if you had nothing else and you're like, oh, shit, we got to use something. We'll use this white chocolate. Well, like, just so you no. know. Just so you know, that's where you're at right now. There's nothing else, uh, and we have to use the white chocolate. This I mean, sucks. you describe the situation. It's not like I. Uh, it's yeah. that everybody else ate all the chocolate bourbon balls, you know, the dark chocolate uh-huh. bourbon balls, and now we're at. So if you got nothing else, I got some white chocolate bourbon balls. So my my thing to that is going to be that would go good with tequila. No. <laughs> You don't. You, why even make the white chocolate ones? Just make oh, the good ones, because, and then no, that way no, you won't have no, any left no, over. No, white chocolate is the bomb when it comes to bourbon balls. <laughs> it might not pair with with whiskey as well, but when it on its own, it stands the fuck up. Yeah, it does. Young knows you agree that if you had made only the chocolate, they'd be gone. You wouldn't have any in the fridge still. No, I I actually oh, ate oh, the last. Oh, absolutely. I <laughs> ate the last chocolate one last night. Well, it's because you, you are, like white. Right before that, you got there. That's pretty crappy. He, he makes the white chocolates, so they're left over. So, so nobody he wants He can have them yeah. because he likes the white yes. chocolate. And just like that, he said last night he ate the last chocolate one, but he left the white chocolate one that is so good no, for I, somebody I had, else. I had, I had three white chocolates before you got here yesterday and a chocolate. Cause, wow. Because just so you know. They were made before Christmas, for the Christmas. And I didn't realize they were mm-hmm. still in the refrigerator. And I walked outside, and I, I don't usually look in the outside refrigerator. That's my wife's thing. That's where she keeps stuff <laughs> she wants to hide from me. And I'm like, you are hiding them from me. And she's like, you're damn right I was. And I'm like, I'm eating them now. And I'm just like, Arr. and she's like, get away from those. And I knew better. And not. Oh, she man. goes, did you just eat the, the last chocolate 
mm-hmm. bourbon ball. I'm mm-hmm. like, yeah. And I'm like, what about the 40 that were in there? And she's like, okay, never mind. Yeah. And Chris isn't coming <laughs> over later and he won't want one. Either, no, so he wouldn't he want one. He likes white chocolate. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so back to this. So back to this bottle. The uh, if if you like um, that flavor profile that you're going to get from the Barton type stuff, which I think that hits it right in there, is uh, you're going to go to Kentucky to pick this up. Uh, we bought you got that bottle in Lexington that went to Young Nose, right? No, that was actually in Covington. Covington, okay. But you can get it okay. throughout Kentucky. It's. Uh, it's a great price point. It's under 20 bucks for a good drinker, you know, and it's something oh, yeah. that's going to be different than what most people would go to with Benchmark or Ancient Age or some yeah. of the, the Ezra stuff that's sub $20. This is definitely a different flavor profile for the price point. And I, I think it's a it definitely is one that you should have on the shelf. I like it. I mean... I'm drinking it right now at 10.54 in the morning. Yeah. And that's I mean, not even St. Patty's Day. That, yeah. was, that was yesterday. <laughs> this is, yeah, this is the day after. So this is, yeah. this is the morning that you keep drinking to get rid of your hangover from yeah. last night. <laughs> Have you ever watched the movie? I think it's uh, Sandra Bullock's in it. That's the heat. Where, yeah. So they, they, yeah. Go, they go to the bar that night and party, and then they wake up with, like, in the bar with, just random guys that were there. Jessica with McCarthy, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That, that movie's hilarious. But that part reminds me of probably a lot of people from yesterday. They probably woke up at the bar that they got at. Well, we know 100% that Matt, Liza, Matt is definitely that we hope woke you're alive in, this yeah, morning. He woke up at the bar he was at because his bar is in his basement. Yes. <laughs> and we took him back to his bar, so we hope he's made it upstairs alive this yeah we we were on uh if everybody if you check out cleveland on the rocks uh on youtube but you know still check out the scotchy bourbon boys on youtube but check out cleveland on the rocks you could see that we were live yesterday did a live from there and then also recorded uh two tastings uh we actually got to taste uh blackened regular blackened and then also wes uh henderson's uh wes henderson right yeah yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um, his blackened version, and then we also tasted uh, Joseph Magnus cigar, cigar blend on the two, which batch eighty eight. I think batch eighty eight. Yeah, was delicious. it was delicious. So uh, had a lot of had a lot of fun. So it's funny because right now Paul mm-hmm. Travis Johnson is watching, and we got Young Nose Johnson. Are you? Do you have any <laughs> relationship right there, uh, Mister <laughs> Young Nose? No. No, no, probably not. Only in name, <laughs> in name only. Lonely, yes. So, all right. So the other, the other bourbon that we're going to taste, we got two other fresh Glencairns here. Is um, CT brought me up something. I have a lot of Bardstown Bourbon Company, and Bardstown Bourbon Company. If uh, nobody knows too much about it, the master distillers at Bardstown Bourbon Company are Nick Smith and uh, Steve Nally. Steve Nally. Uh, has been around and been at a lot of different distilleries and produced some damn good whiskey in his career. But he is uh, finishing that up at Bardstown Bourbon Company. He's a, a treasure. And Nick Smith has been working there from the beginning, uh, doing his thing, plus also learning from Steve. But then also Bardstown Bourbon Co- Company contract distills. 
They started it. The owner um, who of, who died suddenly uh, in the middle of this, uh, he basically was setting up to contract the still for brands. And he was a visionary because when he started to contract the still, everybody said this is not a viable um, you know, blueprint for making bourbon. This isn't how bourbon gets done. But yet he was a visionary because this is exactly what, especially being in Kentucky and doing this, and uh, I'll give you Green River now has been purchased by Bardstown, so that's under their label. But Kentucky Owl has been being made under their label. label. The Highwayman made under their label their own stuff bardstown bourbon company while they were going they were purchasing uh and they're very very transparent on what they bought they purchased tennessee whiskey they purchased kentucky whiskey and then they were taking their own younger distillate and mixing it with 15 year kentucky to make their their bourbons and on every single bottle you have this chart Right there, that tells you exactly what their bourbons are. Mm -hmm. And each, they've got this really cool artwork on each bottle. So whatever your series is, they'll have the artwork for each different artwork for each series. Very cool labeling, the very transparent, cool bottle. Beautiful. (laughs) So they've got the the organization down for their own brand. But then you sit there and go... Really? That's made here? Or they they distilled that here? Or they're, or they're blending that? Or they're aging that? It's just like there's so many different brands. Mm-hmm. Um, what, there's a couple. I'm just not... When, when we're there, it just... I know well, I said Kentucky Owl. Well, but, we even know that our friends at uh, Hainer, that they're using them for some of their stuff. It's they. I think they are kind of helping a lot of people who are starting out and trying to get their own distillates going, but need something in the meantime and needs the know-how. I think that's some of this is they're going to them because they have the knowledge, they have the facility, they have kind of the whole package to, to get them going. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, you know, and then uh, chicken cock whiskey. Greg Schneider, friend of our, yep, our yep. good friend, Greg Schneider. <laughs> uh, it's, Young Nose was at that um, podcast when he released the Chicken Cock 15 year. Let us taste that. You remember that podcast? That was. I, a- I remember that. I remember all these podcasts at all the distilleries, it, and it's just it's amazing how how friendly and just welcoming all these people are, but. Yeah. You know, that, that experience has just made it. And then, so, yes. So just so, so you know, this right here, I don't know if I showed you this, what Rachel gave me for my birthday. But, oh, I've heard about it. I haven't actually seen it. So this right here is like a key. <laughs> and, and It's a and, key to a bunghole. Oh, yes, it is. And <laughs> you sick fucking <laughs> goddamn. No, actually... CT um, saw what this key means because we were down at Indian Creek. I just mentioned I have one. And the next thing you know, we're at this tasting cigar thing and we're in their their warehouse, their aging warehouse, thiefing a barrel. Then when we uh, we did mention it at Blom Brothers, but we never really got got to it. No. Because it was uh, pretty crazy. But we did at Thornton. But then at Thornton, we did it and we were in there. 
Oh, we could have stayed in there. Oh for my a God, hours. we were drinking, and this pulls stuff right out of the barrel. Um, for instance, we also, uh, when I went to Watershed a couple times with Aaron, I didn't have this myself, but Aaron was thiefing, and the rye they just released was the barrel that I was in. So if you can get in those barrels, and the, that, where this initially was christened was at the barrel pick at the Spirit yep. of French Lake. So that, that went into in the, the that went into the toasted brandy barrel, right? It went into this the smoked smoked apple brandy barrel. This bottle. Yeah. Now you tell me what the tell that says. Do you remember what the name is? Because the labeling kills me. I don't This is it. But yes. What is it called? Malatrable. I well you read it. It's hundred and thirty seven point <laughs> seven proof, but yeah, it was a smoke. Blind. He can't read labels. Well, this is wrote in such a uh Second grade calligraphy looking. I'm not even sure what the hell. This How's that? Is. Yeah. <laughs> now you look more. It, I, it, the glasses are not going to help you read that. It's something drope. And then, <laughs> then uh, Alan signs it to Jeffrey, nice. meaning like Jeffrey the giraffe. Yeah, from Toys R Us. <laughs> <laughs> and um, this this Gee, bottle <laughs> is fantastic. I mean. This was right up your alley right here. One of the things that it's um oh, well, so that what is Melandro Pay? L M I L O N D R O P E. Yeah, I don't know. Melandro whatever, smoked apple. You know what? Alan's gonna have to just like chime in and tell yeah. me what the hell it is because but it is amazing. It is so good. Um, that that was a very special barrel, and we and I think it's on the page. You've got several times where we are pulling from that barrel. So this is a chocolate malt it's, and corn. It's rice bourbon. crispy treat. It's the cocoa rice krispies. Cocoa krispies. Yeah, that that is the cocoa taste crispy. of that bottle. It is amazing. So, notice, notice they didn't use. White chocolate malt. Oh, <laughs> they use chocolate malt. If they could make because white, white chocolate, chocolate malt. malt would be horrible. And then the other one, John, that I picked up was the Hindustan Falls. Oh, oh, you were showing me that the other day. Yeah, yeah, that was a nice that. bottle. Yep. So all these bottles that are coming out of French Lick are freaking amazing. And then this one here is called Dead Drop. That came from Thornton. Cool, cool freaking bottle, isn't it? It, That is really sweet. Show that bottle again, because this is pretty cool. So the middle of the bottle, you'll notice right in the middle of the logo, Mm -hmm. there's a cutout with a water droplet. That water droplet is because of their artesian spring that's underneath of the distillery. They wanted to bring Uh. that to... The actual bottle and everything. The, and the dead drop name came from the way they used to leave liquor back in, I can't even remember when he said, but they would leave it at the back door and it was called a dead drop. And then if you look through the teardrop in the bottle, the back of it, yeah. the back of the label shows uh, like a key or whatever. It's really kind of a cool. That, that facility is amazing. That's yeah. Such a, such a cool place to go. And meeting uh, Ari. He was like, he's on his game. And, you know, it was like meeting when we first met Alan. You know, he really kind of knows what he's doing and whatever. All right. So, 
So we're back to the, back to the Bardstown Bourbon Company. So um, you you left off with the fact that they've been blending and using this and that to make their last you know the fusion series. Their their collaborative the collab, they, they and then they came out. And then they came out with what a couple of different distillery collections, like the West Virginia. Um, yeah, they've got several good. But over the years, I mean, there's been series. Some the batch three the, might have the, been better the than discovery six or, and fusion were their main yeah. their main ones. But now this right here that he brought up is the or, origin series, which is their bourbon. I mean, this you is just read about it. Yeah. I haven't had it yet, so he's going to pour us one this morning. I thought. Yep. And I told you you probably see a lot of whiskey that I got to send some up for you. So yeah, the thing with the origin series is they came out with uh, three bottles. Two of them have been released. The third one is not. Um, the back of the bottle shows the wheat. That is that label. This is their weeded, and it's a bottled in bond, so it's a hundred proof. Uh, they also have a white label, which is just a straight bourbon, and then they have a rye of this coming out. It has not been released yet, but this came in at a point. Where people were like, okay, here you're going from, you've been blending these other things, and we really like Origin, we really like the collabs, there's been a lot of good things going on, what's this going to be like, because now this is your own stuff, and, and now you've got you to gotta live with it, or you're going to fall on your face, and it exploded. Everybody who has done any reviews about it, love it. The Weeded is probably one of the better bottles you can find out there for $49. The problem is, is it's so sought after right now. You can't find it. You'll you'll yeah. find you'll find Bardstown. You'll find the blue, the fusion. You'll find the collabs. But these bottles have done so well that you just don't see it on the shelf. So we're gonna try it. Yep, fresh crack it. So uh, another pull Ooh. for you, uh, young nose, is J you you remember Jason Sparkman? Remember when uh, he we talked to him? So me me and young nose at work. Um, would from time to time see Facebook. Remember when Alan Bishop, uh, the first one of the few, we knew Alan, but he did a tour of the Spirit of French Lake online, mm -hmm. and we were watching it. He was at his desk, I was at mine. He went through, and this was during COVID because nobody knew what to do. So Alan was right. like doing the tour, and we were a little bit down because you know nobody could, half the people weren't able to work or whatever. But at the same time. Um, Jason Sparkman had posted, if you remember, he was at um, Wilderness Trail, and, and uh -huh. he posted that it was snowing, and he posted a picture, and he was fermenting at Wilderness Trail, and then there was another time he did it, and the, um, the stillage uh, system, they came into work and was backing up, so he posted that online, and we kind of got to know Jason and went down there, and he got yeah. us our first uh, interview with... Uh, Pat Heist and uh, Shane Baker, and he was yep. he sat in on that. Well, he yep, went. I remember, he went from Jason's went from there to becoming wanting to be a forklift driver with benefits to like being there for five seconds and then getting a job at Limestone Branch Distillery with Stephen Bean. Huh. He was there for about a year and then got a job. He was applying for a lot of distilling jobs. And got a job, and now he's a distiller at the Bardstown Bourbon Company. 
So ah. that's where Jason. So we not only know, have met Nick, and yeah. we but we know Jason, and we see him when he goes. He gives us tours. You know, Greg gives us tours of the bar. So our Bardstown Bourbon Company roots are deep. <laughs> and then also, yeah. Also, the one other thing um, about uh, Bardstown Bourbon Company when you were there, John, it was mm-hmm. it, you saw what the Rick houses were. Okay, but there was a big open yeah. field with a couple Rick houses, right? And we went into that one Rick house oh, yeah. where we walked yep. across the open field. There's no open yep. field anymore. It's Rick house after Rick house. It's full of Rick houses, the whole damn thing. It's crazy. Yeah, it, it's, it's been a few years since we've been down there, but yeah, I, I remember. I remember the setup, the land, the landscape, and everything was beautiful. So now it's full of Rick houses, which is great because yeah, as far you know, as you can see, I know. Just, I know when we were there, they were talking about adding adding more into and basically doubling their production and stuff like that. So then, when just crazy when we were there this past December, we stopped in to see um, Jason and drop off um, the Knob Creek uh, pick that he and I guy dropped his pick off, and then uh, we mm-hmm. went. He took us on a tour, and they were finishing up the fermenting the, they were doubling their fermenters and we were like yeah. in a upstairs and with where the plastic was uh blowing because that's what they were using to cover up you know where they were you know doing the construction to keep it warm and a little warmer in there while they were constructing and then uh he he on january sent me a picture and they had finished it so now they're using those fermenters they that they're they're just moving that quick and then they buy Green River, who was already contracting distiller distilling, they um, initially were Ozzy Tyler. They were doing mm-hmm. you know, a different direction, but right now they've, they've got Green River. Aaron Harris, who we know from Watershed, is their master distiller. He works with Steve and Nick. They've they've they're all kind of together, and they were contracting um, Bradshaw's Terry Bradshaw's bourbon, and they're contracting different places. And now they're going to be making the stuff for Bardstown, too. I mean, it's just unbelievable how much Bardstown is doing and how much they won on this um, complete. Now, Bardstown's. What's up, Carl? Oh, we got whiskey. Whiskey's on. Oh, whiskey. Whiskey. <laughs> so we got whiskey. Uh, well, the group is uh, we're missing Roxy because Roxy's babysitting. Um, Children this morning, grandchildren. She went over there. I'm going to go over there when we're finished with this. Chris has uh, CT's heading home. Mm-hmm. He's, yeah. he's he's got a puppy. Yeah, that my kids didn't know that they named him after a bourbon as well. <laughs> What's the puppy's name? Luca. Luca, yes. <laughs> so, so my my son thinks he named him after a basketball player, and I'm like, you realize you just named no. him after a Luca Mariano bourbon, right? <laughs> yeah. Yep. Hey, hey, Carl said to suck it. suck it. Yeah, that sounds about what whiskey says. Carl, you missed that part of the broadcast when Jeff had his thief out. So sorry. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but if I had that, I wouldn't be sticking it in your <laughs> mouth, buddy. <laughs> uh, uh, here it comes. Uh, He's going to reply. Oh yeah. Have we drank it yet? Yes. So one note that I get out of this, and I, it's it's kind of weird, I get a juicy fruit flavor in this. I don't know where it is, but every time I get a little bit of juicy fruit. 
I will give you that, but I'll also give you earthy. That's earthy on the. It's mm. earthy on the finish. It's a little. There's some some wood tannins, and a little bit of earthiness. But the juicy fruit is more mid palate for me. Yeah, wait, I, I wait, get wait, that. wait, no juicy fruit. Is that the one? Are you just talking about the yellow juicy fruit? Or are you talking about yeah, the juicy fruit in the zebra stripe one? Like the, the no juicy fruit, juicy fruit, zebra stripe. Yeah. No, I will go with. Fruity pebbles. <laughs> fruity pebbles. You're just you're just trying to. No, I'm going with fruity pebbles. I know. What you mean. I mean, if, if I you get, could go with co- get fruity. He goes with cocoa cocoa crisp. I could go with fruity pebbles. Same damn thing. Just one's fruit and one's cocoa. Fucker. You're talking about juicy fruit. I'm going with. <laughs> I said juicy fruit. I'm going with fruity pebbles. Cara, I need some help on this one. <laughs> Tastes like corned beef and cabbage. That makes sense after yesterday. I'm sure it does. Yeah, he was upset because they didn't have his Reuben when we went to eat dinner. So he had to mm. he had to go with a uh, braised short, short ribs, short ribs, which looked delicious. They were very good. Get a little tobacco, sweet tobacco on the finish. I'll give you that sweet tobacco. Um. Since we're naming things, um, we'll just call it Red Man. <laughs> no, I barfed Red her. Man. <laughs> no, Red Red Man or Levi Garrett on no. the back end. Does no, that I'm sound pleasing? Skull. A skull. <laughs> skull. Bandits. Wait, um, no, I asked wait, Carl wait, for I'm help. Go way more. Carl Kodiak. said that's more than he can Kodiak. give. Grizzly. Grizzly. Yeah. <laughs> Kodiak. I'm going manly. This is a. Uh, so Abresh Kumar says mm, very nice. Yes, this is actually a really good one. Give me the, give me the. It gets better the <clears throat> second, right, third drink because I'm. What do you need? I'm gonna read the the mash. I got it right there. Right, it's, so it's, here we go. The mash, corn, sixty-eight percent, wheat, twenty percent. Wait a minute, twenty. 68, 28, and then malted barley is 12. Okay. What's the 4%? What's the what's the year? It was distilled in fall of 2016. And it's 23. So that says seven year right there? It says six. Six year because it was because 22. Of bottle. Yeah. It was bottled at the end of the year. All right. Yeah. It's but, like they're but put- it does get like the flavors get better the second and third drink. The first one, I think you pick up a lot of that wood, like you said, the first drink, and then it kind of that goes away, and you start getting more of the juicy fruit. And uh, what were we talking on proof? Hundred bottled and bond. bottled and bond. Yeah, bottled and bond. Yeah. Very good body. I'll give you that. The body's really good. Um. The thing I like, and, and I it gets better every drink. Compare that to a fusion series, which would be what sixty nine dollars. Is that right? Blue bottles are about sixty nine. Yeah, sixty nine seventy. My thing with the fusion series is from batches six, seven, eight, nine. Eight and nine, I thought were really good, but I can't remember six or seven. One of them was not as good. Um, 
but I feel like this is a very general bottle that everybody's going to like. There's something in that that they're going to like, whether it's the the, the richness yeah. of the right. It's a bourbon drinking experience, and it's not your normal wheat bourbon. Um, uh, I would let's just let's just pick a couple wheat bourbons that you're going up against. You're going up against Larceny. You're going up against uh, Old Fitzgerald. You're going up against uh, what else? Uh, what's the other one? Um, Larceny, Old Fitzgerald, Weller is a wheat bourbon. You know, you got Pappy. Mm-hmm. It's not in the realm of Weller and Pappy. That's not what this is. No, it- but it's more like a Larceny or um, there's there's one other uh, wheat bourbon that is. It's old Fitz, right? Yeah, old Fitzgerald. Yeah, or I'm trying to think of uh, the different other one. Well, there's there's more. Yeah, well, I mean, it's not <laughs> Allen does one at French Lick. They do a well. Wheat. William Dalton is this is not William Dalton. William no. Dalton's on on a level. Of, it's different. Yeah, yeah. But there's a, there's several weeded's out there. But <clears throat> that I I have the white bottle as well, just the bourbon, and the bourbon definitely has some more fruit flavors to it. The profile is different. I personally prefer this one over the white label. Um, I just think there's more complexity here. I like that dark. If it's a dark, whether it's what, a what, tobacco, was sweet this tobacco. Forty nine ninety nine. Yeah, the other one's yeah. forty four ninety nine. Yeah, in, in Ohio, which it may be more depending on where you live. Could be a liquor store in another state charges more. I don't know. Uh, Carl said Old Elk. Nope, that's a that's a barley bourbon. Old Elk. Yeah. Old Elk is uh, 34% barley behind its corn. And then it finishes with rye, so it's not even a wheat. Although Old Elk has a wheat whiskey, a complete wheat whiskey. This is a weeded bourbon, correct? Correct. So um, wheat whiskey in its own category is fantastic. I mean, honestly. Uh I think, yeah, actually, Carl's right. There was a weeded bourbon also, but that's not their standard. They do they have several. weeded bourbon. I think they had one of those on the pick. They had a wheat bourbon, their their regular bourbon. They had the Oloroso cast, the cognac cast. Yes, they did. Yeah. He is right as far as that. I don't, uh, my brain was frying. <laughs> All right. So anyways, uh, yeah. I, I think that's delicious. That's a winner. I, you know, Silas, uh, it's both, like. Both bottles. For yeah. a different spectrum of price point, those are those are ones, and I would have to venture to say, even though Silas isn't readily available in Ohio, it's it's easy to pick up. It's on the shelf in Kentucky. Uh, this I saw more when we were. Uh, I, I'm trying to think of where I was. I saw this, but in Ohio, it's been hard to come by. But I would imagine that you're going to see that around more and more as as time goes on this year. So, both good bottles to pick up and add to the collection. Well, I can guarantee you in three, four more years, you're going to see a lot. Because <laughs> yeah. they just are producing well, insane amounts of whiskey. That that place runs 24-7. And, and you were talking about the, the merger with Green River. And Green River just announced this last week that they are coming out with three new of their own, right? Green River's coming out with a barrel proof. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. That I'm getting those samples. Yeah. So Green River is following suit with these type of things that they're 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 and Green River has been true to one bottle. Oh my God! For I don't know how long it's been that one single bottle, and it's a good bottle. 
but they haven't had any variety, and now they're kind of following suit and going to come out with three new ones. I mean, all I could say is when I went there and they were Ozzy Tyler, they had a different direction. They were really trying to do the rapid aging. And when they got out of the rapid aging and started getting into the actual distilling and everything they did, um, Green River came out of it when they changed their name to Green River, which was probably about a year ago at this time, and then started releasing and pushing and marketing. And it, But it's been that only one. And uh, now... They're coming out with more. And then, Bar- you know, the whole thing once Bardstown. But Bardstown isn't owned by Bardstown, as we know. Mm-hmm. Um, Bardstown sold to. Says, right? No. We're not Bardstown. The, the Pritchard Group, uh, who, I think that's his name. Not Pritchard, but it was a. it's the group that um, the family is associated with the Illinois governor mm-hmm. who was in so much trouble, but he's not associated with their actual, you know, group. And they owned it. And then when they owned it, it gave them a lot more. And a lot of the investors in Bardstown Bourbon Company uh, did well with that because they were all invested. It's exploded. And then they were able to sell. And um, now they've all taken their money and gone into subculture adventures that Bardstown's like, for instance, uh, David Mandela with Kentucky Owl. And his association with bringing that brand online, building that as a distillery similar to Bardstown, they're they're breaking ground. Going to have this pyramid, beautiful distillery. They showed us uh, in at, at in September what they were doing. Looking forward to what they're going to be doing with Kentucky Owl. But at the same time, their contract is stilling with Bardstown Bourbon yeah. Company. So there's a lot of stuff that goes on. But so anything, uh, young knows what you got in the future. So we could we'll wrap up. But tell me what what's 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 the big plans for the future? Uh, there are some big plans, I know. Um, well, I guess the biggest plan right now, currently, is we just bought a house, so we are moving again. Which I will give you the correct address again, <laughs> in case there's any sneak bottles that happen to come my way. But um, as far as future plans it's mostly just kind of hunkering down and trying to build up my company and get get that thing going to basically move away from full-time employment for another for someone else and working for myself i mean those are those are the big big things in the future and then we're contemplating on maybe having another another kid in the next couple of years so yeah you know, just just basically building up the family and building up my career and and just basically establishing roots here in Charleston. So, well, it's kind of the big plans. I'll do a promotion. Anybody, <laughs> um, John is a home inspector. So if you're trying to sell your house and you have a huge um, yeah. basement with a bourbon collection, he would be <laughs> awesome for inspecting that. Yes. He's, he understands how those collections and the value of that bar downstairs would add to you the you know make sure that it's all working and everything. He knows how to do that. And I'll ask you this question: When you're inspecting your house, um, did you um, actually make sure that you it, when you were buying it that there was a bar in the basement that you could store all your liquor or no? Well, last the last two two, two two things to that. One, there are no basements in Charleston. Okay. That is not a thing here. We they either have. A small, like a crawl space that you just pretty much crawl around in for your utilities, or you have what's called a walk under crawl space where you essentially build a basement, but the house is sitting on top of a 10 foot structure that is your basement. 
So there's no no real basements here, but unfortunately, my house does not come with either of those. It is a slab on grade foundation, so it has nothing underneath. So it's just all one level ranch style. But uh, there there is a there is a room that I'm going to make into my office, which may at some point have a small little bar area. <laughs> Excellent. Or you could always just park the car outside and use your garage. You know, turn the yeah, all right. your friends over well, in the, the garage. The, there the garage is the garage is wife territory. She's going to be parking her car. In oh, there, then so. then the solution <laughs> is is you need a bourbon barn. You have to get a exactly rebuilt. right. We, we do have we do have space in the backyard where I can there put you an go. outbuilding. Ten yeah, by yeah. twenty, you can burn <laughs> a barn. Bourbon. I like that. I, you build I, a I bourbon barn, we're coming. I sell them. <laughs> That's a great idea. I like that. <laughs> I, I always I always advertise when I put them out there for people. I'm like, whether you're going to call it a she shed, a bourbon barn, or a whiskey hut, whatever it is, but it does right. not have to hold the lawnmowers. True. That this is true. Is true. It's going to be my. <laughs> it's going to be my Scott structure. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> all right so uh that uh get, we're pretty close yeah wrap up uh, another episode of the scotchy bourbon boys uh remember everybody uh welcome back to the show young nose uh we gotta yeah. kind of have it maybe well, every other month instead of once every six months you know kind of thing That's yeah we try right, right. We, need to, we need to get into more of a, a regular routine for sure yeah, so. so I'll just have to make sure once you're moved into the house, I have your address so the package, uh, uh, yeah. your housewarming package goes to your house. So that's what <laughs> correct. Don't, don't look at Carl. Carl came up with a name for the shed. <laughs> oh, what's that? <laughs> you don't want to know. Oh, okay. S- no. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the sled hut. Oh my God, Carl! Carl! Yeah. Carl! Anyways, it's it's. What that's, do you expect? That's from a whole whiskey? different type of shed. Yeah, <laughs> Carl, we're not going there. Well, <laughs> Carl did go there, and we're there, but okay. So, anyways, um, we're the Scotchy Bourbon Boys. Thank you, CT, for joining me in studio. Thanks Thank for you. coming on, uh, Young Nose. Boom, and then. Uh, <laughs> Uh, remember www.scotchybourbonboys.com for everything Scotchy Bourbon Boys Facebook, Instagram, YouTube TikTok and Twitter and then also on all major podcast formats please on all of them listen, like, comment and leave good feedback so uh, remember I should get this ready because I'm going to get ready. <laughs> I am ready. So just check to see if that's on. You got to turn that back on. Uh-oh, I got to yeah, turn it back turns on. turns off by itself. And then I will hit this and we are ready to go here. Wait, wait. It's got to be the mail. There you it told is. me to hurry up. No, then you're wait. right there. It had hurry to up, wait. All right. So remember, everybody, <laughs> good bourbon, good whiskey equals good friends, good times, and Get out and live your lives dangerously, but don't drink and drive. (laughs) Be responsible. Little Steve-O taking us out. Oh, show me the way to the next whiskey bar. Oh, don't ask one. Oh, don't ask one. Show me the way to the next whiskey bar. Oh, don't ask why. Oh, don't ask why. For if a 
Hey, Scotchy Bourbon Boys fans, this is Alan Bishop, Indiana's Alchemist of the Black Forest. So I'm tuning in here today to tell you all about the One Piece at a Time Distilling Institute channel on YouTube. If you're at all interested in the art of distilling, whether it be home distilling or professional distilling, and the intense geekery that goes into that process, then check out the One Piece at a Time Distilling Institute on YouTube. I promise you're going to learn something you didn't know before about the arts. <laughs> 